All right, Jason Stark, welcome. It's now the Mackie and Judd with Rami show. We want to introduce you to uh, a fellow baseball nerd, Rami Makloff. We we stole him from the fan in Milwaukee talking about those plucky brewers, and now he's uh, he's on our show every day. So, Way to go, Rami. Welcome aboard. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. Great to talk to you, man. Likewise. So uh, it's it's five games, but I mean the Twins are four and one, clearly in command of the division. Should we and... start planning the parade? Is what Phil is about to ask you. <laughs> I told that to Jason earlier today, and he's already buying uh, outerwear for Target Field in October. <laughs> yeah, my question is, how much outerwear am I going to need in Target Field the last week of October? The funny thing is, we don't know yet. It's Just been, it's been around for suit. ten years, and we don't know yet. Snowmobile suit, come equipped, Jason. <laughs> Yeah, we don't know. Like, what would? I mean, even if there was, say, like Indian summer, what would uh, late October Indian summer be in Minnesota? Like maybe high forties, low fifties, if we're lucky. Uh, but yeah, that'd be during the daytime, right? No, at night okay, we're talking thirties. So. Yeah, no, you're gonna want to have one of those like full blue man group outfits <laughs> that you saw some of the guys <laughs> on the Brewers wearing a couple nights ago. Okay. <laughs> Not just a coat. I need to be painted. Yes. Call the okay. call the twins right now and say press box windows closed, Dustin. And, and I'm sure if Jason Stark says it, it's going to happen. Just make sure the press box is closed up, and, and you'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. Good luck on that. <laughs> so, I mean, the twins. The twins made some interesting offseason moves. Nelson Cruz has already just the, the amount of pro at bats we've seen from him in the last yeah. five games. And uh, and you know Jonathan Scope under the radar. The, the lineup. Marwin Gonzalez takes clutch at bats. We the lineup looks pro the first five games. What are your just general Twins impressions here, Jason? Yeah, I should, I should say that I have not seen them in person yet. I had kind of a funny abbreviated spring working on some special stuff, so I never got to see them. I am looking forward to seeing them uh, in Philadelphia this weekend, where I live. But I can't tell you when I saw Alex Cora the Red Sox manager this spring, just about the first thing he said to me was, the Twins are good. He said, I don't know how good, but they're better than people think. And when I asked him if he, I, if he thought that they had done enough to pass the Indians, he wasn't sure, hadn't seen the Indians yet. But, I, you know, you saw the Indians over the weekend. I think it's safe to say the Indians have taken a step back toward the pack. And I don't know who else in the division would catch them if the Twins didn't, right? And so, 4-1, and one, no Sano, uh, Marlin hasn't really hit, Kepler hadn't really hit, Scope, Rosario, they, none of those guys have hit the way you think they can, potentially. And so I agree with you. This lineup, theoretically, should be a lot better. I, I, I should tell you, I love Nelson Cruz. He's kind of like the closest thing we've got now to Big Poppy. Is that, is that a good comp? I mean, that the gives Twins fans a little bit of negative flashbacks. But that would be. <laughs> but if this was if this if this was the makeup for Big Poppy, Big Poppy, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the one that actually gets to play for you. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he's so. I mean, he was signed. I think equal parts to be a power hitter and a leader. And there's been rave reviews on on both sides of of the coin there. So far, how much, Jason? How much of that stuff is is uh, a media narrative and maybe overplayed a little bit? Because I, I for one, buy into it, especially in the sport of baseball. Having guys like Nelson Cruz in your clubhouse and that having a a tangible impact, like like Phil said last year, 
I, I was in Milwaukee covering that Brewers team, and I, and I saw it firsthand with Lorenzo Cain and the effect that he had on that clubhouse and on that team as a whole. Is that is that something that we overplay a little bit, or is that real when you get a veteran leader like that in a clubhouse? I mean, I don't think so. I don't think it's overplayed at all. And you know, if, if you look around at what even the most data-driven teams do. They pay real attention to culture. You know, you know, like think about the Astros, for example. I mean, that's a team, <laughs> I think it's safe to say, they, they know how to run a spreadsheet, right? But uh, when they finally got good, think of who was on their team. Um, the, the year they win the World Series, Carlos Beltran's on their team, even though he's at the end. Um, Brian McCann is on their team. Charlie Morton, they go out and get. What are those guys doing there? Uh, like they, they could still play and they could still help, but that's not all this was about. Um, I really believe that the very best and smartest organizations cultivate culture, and I think that's what the Twins have done with this move. I, I can tell you that you know, early in the offseason, when there were a lot of questions about what the Mariners were up to. And I remember talking to one of their guys, and I asked if Nelson Cruz would be back. And he said, you know, we we need to get younger. And if we're going to get younger, it's hard to justify him being back. But I am sick at the thought of him not being on our team. That's the word he used. Speaking of good teams, Jason Stark, how good are, are the Phils potentially here? Because obviously they're off to a, a good start in a short time period. But when you look at that team, how good do you think that club can be? Well, they did finally find a way to lose today, but um, it's, this is the best lineup in the National League. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, you know, Andrew McCutcheon, Bryce Harper, Gene Segura, JT Real Muto are mammoth upgrades. Uh, and the, the top five guys in their lineup now, so you, you know, you, you have that group and, and Reese Hoskins, they've been on base 49 times in five games. Uh, that, you just don't see that kind of relentless offense in the National League. And so then the question is going to be, how well are they going to pitch? Um, you know, dis, dis, despite how well they've played and some of the issues that the that the Nationals and Braves have had so far, I don't see much to separate those three teams in the Mets. That could, that's like a four-way tie. Whoever's healthiest, whoever's luckiest, whoever makes the best deal, um, that's the team that's going to win the National League East. Uh, you know, if, and I, my personal checklist for what baseball needs includes superstars, storylines, and fun slash entertainment. And I yeah. think last night's Phillies game against Washington probably checked all those boxes with Bryce Harper and the Bryce Harper versus National storyline, and then Bryce Harper flipping his bat 50 feet in the air after hitting a home run <laughs> against the Nationals. That was an event. That wasn't a baseball game. That was an event with a capital E, capital V, capital E-N-T. <laughs> and, you know, for all the people who have wondered what all the buzzing was about with Bryce Harper, last night defined it. It defined him. I, I don't know exactly how you explain this, but he's one of the most magnetic baseball players in a really long time. Uh, he you know, he just plays with a passion. He and you know he's 
a good fit for the passion of Philadelphia. But last night, I think, was about what stars are supposed to be. Stars rise to the moment. And he owned that moment. <laughs> start, I don't know about start to finish since he, uh, he got booed during introductions and struck out <laughs> twice against Max Scherzer. But uh, he never said a negative word about all the booing. But I think the bat flip said all he needed to say. Talking with Jason Stark of uh, The Athletic and Stadium TV here on Mackie and Judd with Rami. Do you think baseball can can follow the NBA's lead and, and drum up some of that drama that the NBA seemingly is able to drum up on a regular basis? Because in today's day and age, with, with social media and, and everybody wanting satisfaction and wanting it now, it seems like that stuff drives the success of a, a sports league as much as anything else does, Jason. I mean, the, 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 yeah. the thing most people talk about when it comes to the NBA is stuff that happens off the court, player movement and feuds and, and pettiness. How does baseball incorporate some of this stuff so that they can start winning over some of the younger audience that Rob Manford wants so badly? Yeah, well, Judd, I'm sure you know this is one of my favorite topics. And uh, the NBA has done the best job of any sport of uh, cultivating star power and riding star power to what they are right now. It's a a star-driven society. They're a star-driven league. Baseball, (laughs) I think in theory they know they have to do that, but it's, it's... been a long, slow, hard climb to get to that place, and a lot of people still aren't on board. I, but I would call your attention to the Let the Kids Play commercials. Yeah. You know, the one from last October, the one that's that's hit the last couple of weeks. Um, I, to me, that's culture changing. That's announcing to the world we think fun is okay. We think <laughs> personality is okay. We think they're way better than the usual cliches that we usually ask for from you guys. And I, I hope now that they don't just talk the talk, but they walk the walk, right? That, like Bryce Harper hits a, a huge home run on Sunday Night Baseball. Reese Hoskins get drilled underneath the chin. And is that because that the Phillies now do all these dances and handshakes and if if that's what this is if that's what that was about then they didn't get the let the kids play memo another thing jason when when we talk about the popularity of baseball especially amongst young people one of the complaints that i hear more often than anything are the blackout restrictions and how hard baseball makes it to share and and essentially market their content for them, which the NBA does a great job of in terms of letting their fans spread the content for them. And therefore, even though they're not making money off those tweets, the, the popularity of the game is growing. Do you know if there have been any discussions? Because all we hear about is is rules to change the game and three-pitcher minimums and, and everything else, the DH being universal. Are there any talks about loosening up some of these restrictions and making the content more available, to, especially to younger generations that are cutting the cord from cable and satellite, etc.? Yeah, that's a, that's really another great point and another great question. Um, you, you know, they've they've done a lot of work with players in the last year to get them more engaged on social media because they 
they recognize that you know when NBA players have ten times the Twitter followers, or the Instagram followers of your average baseball player, that's a thing. It's something they have to deal with. And so I know that they've created a site, uh, an, I'm sorry, an app for players where they feed them um, uh, some recent photos and videos of themselves in action and encourage them to share it and post it and get involved in it. But in terms of fans sharing this uh, this content that they, you would find on MLB Advanced Media, uh, that's still an issue. Uh, it's all evolving, but I would say on the list of stuff that they're worried about, it's probably not high enough. Why are so many good young players signing huge long-term de- deals since Trout, Jason? This has been incredible, huh? Something's I mean, going on. I don't two know. Billion yeah. dollars yes. worth of extensions. Yes. Two billion just since the start of spring training, and I, I think it's a clear sign that players are now afraid of free agency. Free agency doesn't seem like a, a, a real attractive thing at all. Uh, players are clearly concerned about the prospect of labor Armageddon in a few years and looking for security that takes them beyond that. And, you know, I think the, 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 the teams are making it obvious. They w- want to pay players who are in their 20s, who are in their prime, not players in their 30s. We're saying there's plenty of money in the sport. Nobody wants to give it to Dallas Keuchel, though, right? And guys in their 30s. And so stars are getting paid, young guys are getting paid, and the slightly older players in the middle are almost getting squeezed out of the game. So it's still an issue. But it's an incredible development. Uh, Jason Stark from The Athletic is with us here. Mackie and Judd with Rami and the trivia coming shortly. But Byron Buxton, just I believe it was his 30th consecutive base over the last two years without being caught. And uh, Billy Hamilton played in this series. So you're, that might be the two fastest players in baseball here in 2019. Who, uh, If you had a Mount Rushmore of speedy baseball players, Jason Stark... Uh, the the fastest players you've ever seen with your own two eyes. Who else would make that list? Wow. Um, well, I, those two guys were on it. Um, I, I, the fastest guy that I ever personally covered was was Juan Samuel. Okay. I don't know how well you remember uh, the young Juan Samuel, but he had a year where he stole seventy two bases and had nineteen triples. The only players since 1900 who have done that are him and Ty Cobb, who oh. I did not cover. <laughs> so I would say he, Rice he he's did, on it. Uh, Jose Reyes I would put on there. Um, I think I've got four if I count those two. But if I was going to – you want me to get, come up with two more? Uh, Willie Wilson was insanely fast. Amazing. And then uh, – Vince Coleman stole 100 bases. Yeah. Couldn't outrun the tarp machine, but he he stole 100 bases. So I'll, I'll make him the fourth, I guess. <laughs> That's pretty good. All right, so uh, one of our favorite things is when Jason makes us, it doesn't take much to make us sound like idiots, but mm-hmm. Jason brings trivia to the table Ooh, okay. on a regular basis to the show. So what do you got for us this time around? <laughs> can we have some game show music once upon a time? Here, let's crank, crank this. Can you, can you hear that? It's going. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Like, I don't know if Wink Martindale could do a thing with, with that music, but I'll, I'll do my best. Um, <laughs> since, since Twins starting pitchers kicked off the season with two straight double-figure strikeout games, yeah. I thought I would wind the clock back to 1987, just because that's a fun year in, in Twins lore, and ask you guys this. Since 1987, only two Twins starters have had at least 10 double-figure strikeout games. You have to name those two. Okay. I think you probably could. Johan Santana. That's the yeah. best one. Yeah. I didn't think you'd be struggling with that one. 39 for Johan, way more than anybody else. Okay. So 10 double-digit strikeout games. Hmm. I've got a real strong instinct on the other one. Are we do? Are we answering this as a team? I, as I think a we show? should. Okay. We should yeah. try to, right. yeah, we can talk this out. So we can talk it out like Family Feud. Yeah. Okay. So my gut says Liriano did it a bunch of times in 06 before his arm blew out, and then probably okay. did it enough in like 2010 to be on this list. Liriano was the first name that popped into my head as I'm well. I'm trying to think back. Dad, do you have any other good Since ideas? 87, 88. What about Nick Blackburn? Uh, all, all the pitch to contact, guys. Make my uh, my head spin. All right, let's go with that. Liriano. All right, Francisco Liriano. Yeah, good work. Yes. Good work. On the board. I, you know, I went back to 87 to tempt you just to see if you if you might throw uh, Frankie Viola yeah. out there or Burt Blylevin or somebody like that. But, no, it's Liriano had 11. The, the next three guys after those two, Eric Milton, Ooh. Viola. Yeah. Milton had eight. Viola had seven. Mm-hmm. And then we got a guy who's going to be an answer to this question real soon. Jose Badillo. Yeah, he'll be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Did Scott Diamond come close on that list? <laughs> Nor did Scott Baker, <laughs> Phil. <laughs> Poor Stark. Who he comes or anybody? Yeah. What about, about PJ Walters? Was he anywhere near there? There's a whole era of twins pitching now, there. If, we can if you had gone way in. back, Dave Goltz and Gary Serum and Jeff Zahn all would have qualified. <laughs> Oh, man. Hey, Jason. Yeah, we're not doing that. No. Hey. Robert Johnson would qualify if you really want to go far back yeah, and drained. throw some asterisks out there. So The Athletic, where else can people, for people who are new to the show, or just uh, tell people, tell our audience where they can find your work this season? <laughs> okay, well, the, the, the two main places to find me these days are in The Athletic, uh, where I'm working on the first useless information collection of 2019, and then MLB Network. I'm in there every Friday on the MLB Central show and then other assorted programming throughout the day. So that'd be the two main places right now. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jason. We'll talk again next week. See you, Jason. Yeah, fun to talk to you guys again. Thanks. Thanks, Jason. We have Jason Stark from MLB Network and The Athletic. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.